John Sable stood at the pentagonal obsidian table in the corner of his office, genuflected before the statuette of Kali, lit an oddly shaped red candle, and murmured a brief prayer to Azazel over it. This was followed by two more candles, with prayers to Asmodeus and Ahriman. He then held his amulet up to the baphomet that hung on the wall above the table, made a sign of five in the air, and walked over to his desk. He sat down, leaned back with a sigh, and once again promised himself that he really would make more of an effort to wake up early enough to go through his morning invocation at home. After a moment, he pressed an intercom button. Any word on that body yet? Yes, came the reply. Parnell Burnham, age 57, lived at 834 on the Avenue of Despair. He was a welder by trade. Sect, demanded Sable. Cult of the Messenger. Shit, muttered Sable. He hit another button. Get me Benito Vertucci on the vidphone. He waited a moment for the connection to be made, then turned and faced the camera that was positioned to the side of his chair. Vertucci, this is John Sable. I know who you are, said the tall, black-hooded figure in stentorian tones. I thought we had an agreement, said Sable harshly. What do you mean? asked Vertucci. Two ritual murders a year, said Sable, trying to control his anger. That was the deal. We have committed only two this year, was the reply. Both were registered with your department. Then explain Parnell Burnham to me. The name is unfamiliar, said Vertucci. He happens to be a member of your cult, snapped Sable. At least he was until he got his throat slashed last night. Murder happens to be a capital crime, even in a maimen. We agreed to close our eyes to two killings a year apiece from your group and the Church of Baal, provided you kept it within your own sects. But you've crossed the line on this one, and I'm going to nail you for it. The cult of the messenger does not mutilate necks, ritually or otherwise, said Vertucci. I am as anxious to see the murderer brought to justice as you are, Detective Sable. You must believe me about this. Are you willing to face the truth-tell machine? demanded Sable. I am. I'll have the dose turned up to lethal. Satan is with me, said Bertucci serenely. Send one of your operatives by for me at your convenience. One hour, promised Sable, breaking the connection. He hit another intercom button. Have someone bring Benito Vertucci in for questioning, and find out if there's ever any variation of the standard procedure for a messenger ritual killing. Oh, and tell Langston Davies that I want to see him. He pulled out a cigar, was about to light it, realized that he would have to offer one to Davies, and put it back in his pocket with a wry smile, as he realized that even the chief of detectives was starting to feel the pinch of inflation. Davies entered his office a moment later, a tall, cadaverous man in his mid-thirties who had been attempting to cultivate a beard with only moderate success. "'You sent for me?' he asked, pulling up a chair. "'You've been on the Burnham thing all morning, haven't you?' asked Sable. Davies nodded. "'Looks up in a shop to me. The guy was a messenger.' "'What if I told you Benito Vertucci is coming in to face the truth-tell machine?' "'He's bluffing,' answered Davies firmly. "'I don't think so.' said Sable. I've got someone checking on it right now, but I think we're going to find that it wasn't a ritual killing. It's got to be. The man had three thousand yen in his pocket and one hell of a gold amulet around his neck. If Sir's prizes wasn't a robbery. Lover's quarrel, suggested Sable. Not hardly, said Davies with a chuckle. 
The guy lived alone, and according to his medical file, he's been impotent for the better part of twenty years. Couldn't that produce a frustrated lover? inquired Sable mildly. I'll check it out, but I think you're reaching, said Davies. By the way, you wouldn't happen to have one of those wonderful cigars of yours lying around, would you? Sable smiled ironically and withdrew a pair, handing one to Davies and lighting the other himself. Did Burnham have any problems at work? he asked at last. I doubt it, said Davies. The guy inherited a bundle a few years back, gave most of it to the cult of the messenger, but he kept enough to live very comfortably. He'd refused a couple of promotions in his machine shop because he liked what he was doing, and I don't imagine letting people skip over you in seniority is apt to produce too many enemies. What was he doing last night? Getting killed? Before that, Sable said irritably.